and welcome to the Sharp PR Podcast. I am your host, Katie Moody, and this is our first ever podcast. Oh my goodness, it feels so strange sat talking to myself in the office, but I'm going to go with it. And hopefully you're going to find this very useful. So to explain a bit about who I am, I'm the Managing Director of Sharp PR. So we are an agency that specialises in digital and also helping small businesses to grow. So we provide small business consultancy, copywriting services, and also social media management packages. So make sure to go check us out, yoursharppr.co.uk. On the opposite side of that, I also run an online site dedicated to women in business. That is sharplife.co.uk. I'm throwing lots of websites at you here, I realise that. But check one out and you'll do all right. Today what we're going to be talking to you about is Instagram. So it's one of the fastest growing social media networks at the moment and I see so many businesses making massive mistakes. Honestly, some of them just make me cringe. So what I wanted to do is talk to you today, talk you through a few tips that hopefully will be able to help you out and let's make this work for you. I don't want to be one of these podcasts that sits and talks for the first 40 minutes about themselves and then actually gives you some tips during the last 10 minutes. We know who you are, we've listened to them before. So I'm gonna jump straight in and hope you're ready for this. So Instagram tip one, make sure that you actually have a dedicated business account. This is really important and there's so many brands out there not doing that at the moment. And so the difference is you basically click the little settings icon and switch to business profile. What that does mean though, is that you must connect to a Facebook page that you've got going already. Um, If you don't have one already, it can just generate a fake one and you can just not invite people to like it and you can run it like that. But it is absolutely vital that you have an Instagram business account because that way you get all of the analytics and the opportunities to put call to actions on your profile. So as soon as you switch to a business account, you can add as in the little call and email buttons at the bottom and people can just basically click them and get straight in touch with you. That is not available on the personal account, so make sure to do that. Also, analytics. If you haven't switched to a business account, you don't know who is looking at your profile and doing what. You can see the basics through your story and you can see what users are viewing you, but that's about it, really. If you switch to a business account, then you can click through, you can have a look at a post, you can see how many profile click-throughs it's earned, so as in people have been scrolling through your post and seen it and thought, right, I'm going to have to have a look at that profile, that looks interesting, or how many likes it's got, how many people actually saw that post, it gives you access to a full range of analytics, which will be very useful for you to go through and actually see which posts are getting you the most hits because if there's certain ones working and certain ones not, then you know what you should be doing more of. So that is tip one. All right, tip two is all about hashtags. People still have this really like weird approach to hashtags. I think we were all of the Twitter generation where it was like no more than three hashtags or you look desperate. Instagram, doesn't give a beep if you look desperate. You can do whatever you want. You can have up to 31 hashtags at the time of recording this. I'm confident this will probably change soon. And use them all 
honestly, you might as well be on as many different hashtag feeds as possible. And no one thinks it's desperate because everyone does it. Just click on any blogger's site, any business site. They are wanting to grow, so they are using their hashtags. So make sure you have a look at popular hashtags too. There's tools such as Hashtagify, that's hashtag and then IFY on the end, which will tell you exactly what are the popular hashtags, what's trending, and then you can start using them. There's also sites, even just Google, just say, say you are a travel company, top travel hashtags, and they will come up and a lot of them even have just a copy button that you can put straight underneath. So make sure to be using as many as possible and check out your competitors, see what they're using. If they're using a specific hashtag and it's really working for them, jump on it. You're not copying off it. Hashtags are free for all. Get on the hashtags and go for it. I want to see you using as many as possible. But yeah, before I forget as well, hashtags, don't let them look messy. That is my only thing. So keep them at the end of your post. So there's two different methods people use for this. So they sometimes press the return button and then they do like a few bullet points or black dots down and then put all their hashtags underneath. And that means when people are scrolling through, all they can say, see is your caption rather than your hashtags. Also, at the same time, you can put them as a comment. So as soon as you've made your post, just click comment copy and paste your hashtags in. I usually put the really good ones in a note on my phone. So when I don't have time, I can just go into that note, click copy and just put it straight on in a comment. That means you can go back if you forgot, say if there's a post when you think, I really should have put some hashtags on there, just go do it now. Go put a hashtag on and you'll see the benefit instantly. Okay, the actual images, one of the most important things because this is what people are gonna see. And this is what's going to force them or make them want to interact with you. And do you know what? It doesn't have to be all these heavily edited images that you see all the time. Granted, some people and businesses out there have it absolutely sorted and down to a T. But for you, every post, you should follow just a few things. Make sure it's relevant to your business. If you're posting what you're eating... No one cares unless you're a chef and it's unbelievable or unless you're a cook and you're making them a quick recipe that they can do at home. No one cares. If it's not relevant to your business, don't post a picture of your dinner on your business profile. It sounds really simple, but a lot of businesses seem to do it for some reason. Every single post you put out there should add value, whether that is adding value by telling your customers about something you do something you've done, someone you're working with, or giving them a bit of advice or a few tips. People really engage with things that they're getting for free. So if you're like me and you specialize in PR marketing, why aren't you putting a PR marketing tip out there every day? Why aren't you saying, oh, we make all our social media images on Canva. Why don't you go there to take a look? Make sure it's useful for them and make sure those people have a reason to be clicking through to your profile. If you do want to do the sort of images, the aspirational images, then yeah, you do need a pretty good camera. But I think any iPhone is absolutely perfect. And just use what's around you. I know so many people that when they want to look important and they want their business to look important, they literally take photographs 
of them working in hotel lobbies because it looks fancy, it looks like they're travelling for business and it looks like they're doing well. So they'll post pictures of them or their staff like with a laptop in front of them and it works. People are really like, oh, they're doing well. What do they do? So have a think about it and make a bit of a plan. If you know that you've got things coming up like an event, have in your head what you're going to take a photograph of because... So many people go to things like an expo and just take a photograph of like a room full of people when no one's looking at all. Why don't you, if you're at a business expo, go up to someone and say, oh, lovely to meet you once you've had a great chat. Don't just ask them for a photograph instantly. That's a bit weird. Go up to them and say, oh, hi there. Do you use Instagram? Oh, could we get a quick photograph just for me to like account the day? And then instantly, you're posting that photograph, you're tagging in that company, and it looks like you're working with them on top of that. So have a think, think ahead, and let's get some good images going. Next are the tools that you can use on Instagram just to help you out a bit. So there's a couple I use at the moment. So one is Wittagram. So what that does is it puts borders, it allows you to put text on things, um, it allows you to whiten your teeth if you're that way inclined, but download it and have a bit of a play around with it. If it's, there's anything that's going to help you in doing your images, then use that. Also, I've just mentioned it briefly, Canva. It's absolutely brilliant. I must use this program every single day because it's a free online program that gives you the exact template of whatever you're using and allows you to put like text images, lines, whatever, and it also has pre-made templates, so you don't even have to start from scratch. That is how good it is. Another tool I use is Square Ready Video. So one thing that really annoys me about Instagram is the fact that I take a lot of videos in portraits, so if something's happening, I'm at an event, I'll just do a bit of like a scroll and a chat with someone, and what happens is on Instagram, they try and like crop it down and it looks bad. So I use um, Square Ready Video and what that allows me to do is like zoom in almost until it's a square, but arrange it how I want to arrange it so I can post it how I want basically. Um, all of these, by the way, are tools you can get on your phone and Canva you can also use on your phone and your desktop. One more that I've just recently started using is Hypertext. So this is brilliant for your stories if you want to just add that professional feel to them. So what it does is it puts like a fancy text. I don't know how to describe it. I'm describing it very badly. A fancy text over whatever photograph or video you're posting. So if you've got a really simple like photograph of a blog post that you're wanting to advertise, put up the photograph and then you can put this fancy like video text over the start of it. Video text really makes me think of word art, but it's nothing like that. It's a lot classier. So download it. It's called Hype Text and have a look. Right, last but never ever least is Instagram stories. So many businesses are not using them and it's absolutely crazy because it is like free advertising for your business and you can do that advertising by location or by hashtag. I don't understand why people aren't using it and at least putting out a few stories a week because it just makes sense. Now, the best way to do this, if you haven't already, is you have to click the camera icon in the top left of your Instagram screen. And then from there, you can either choose a photograph you've already taken 
or if you want to take a photograph, video or whatever on the spot, you can do that then. Once you've done that, there is a little icon which is like a smiley face at the top. It's like a smiley face inside a square. Click on that and you will have the option to add a location tag, a hashtag, a GIF if you want to, music, absolutely. There's so many like options on there. What I would suggest to you, the most useful ones for your business are the location tag and the hashtag. So what you need to do is if you're trying to market for a specific location, make sure to put that location in and be brash about it. If you're, obviously you can tell by my voice, I'm a Geordie. So if I'm marketing Newcastle upon time, literally just type in Newcastle, put it on, put the location on. Even if you're not there at the moment, it doesn't matter. Nobody knows. Just put it on there and put it out. As long as you're not putting like the Eiffel Tower and then tagging in Newcastle upon time, because then it'll look a bit weird. But if you're just putting your services or something you've done out there, put that location on if that's where you're wanting to market to because that is like free advertising if you get on then the Newcastle story. Same with the hashtag. It works exactly the same way. If there's a hashtag you know everyone's using and one that's really relevant to your potential audience, put it on there. It's worth it. Right, so I hope you've enjoyed. It's been a very short little session. I really don't want to do long, boring tip sessions because I know that your mind can drift as mine does as well. Now, just to give you a bit of a taste of what to expect, we're going to be interviewing people on this show. We have some amazing business owners to speak to coming up, which I'm really excited about. Um, Same, we're going to have a few more little bits from me if you can cope with that. Just given a few tips and different bits of my knowledge from like eight years in the PR and marketing industry basically. So hopefully I've got something good to say. And yeah, that's about it. If you could subscribe to our channel and make sure to check out those two websites. So if you're interested in PR and marketing your small business or looking at social media, have a look at yoursharppr.com. And if you want to read some of our amazing stories about female entrepreneurs and look at some of our excellent columnists and advice, head to www.sharplife.co.uk. Thanks so much. Speak soon.